put it back to work. Here I come. Oh, I started recording and I did not even mean to. Is this thing on? Lighters up in three, two, one. We are going to break down things a little bit differently and twist them up in a new kind of wrap. <laughs> um, but no, really just kind of keeping the eye on the prize as far as, you know, keeping that educational content and, you know, just talking a little bit about what I've experienced um, since starting this, what I've seen in the community, questions that I've seen get asked, um, you know, what I've kind of experienced so far and what I hope to see in the future. Um if any of y'all have any input or questions, always feel free to click on the link where you can ask a question. You can send it in voice message, or you can always send an email to iamcannaqueen at gmail.com. I always love all the questions you guys send, and I try to always make sure I answer them, whether it be just on my platforms and my stories or on here if there are bigger topics to talk about. Um, but again, with that being said, I would... I want to make sure we keep the educational value strong and every time uh, I sit down and I get to, you know, pick the brains of cultivators or processors or what have you, um, I love it and it's super awesome. And I love hearing their whys, but going to take some time to really just kind of, <clears throat> you know, keep at that educational value, you know, what we've expected and, uh, or what we've not expected, but you know, what we've kind of seen um, just as a whole in this community. So with that being said, we're going to break it down. <laughs> I wanted to talk about a couple of different strains um, or even just an entire um, plant as a whole. And so today we are going to talk about perps, um, purples, Afghan, great, you know, at purple Afghani, granddaddy purp, purple Urkel, great perp. Great babe, perp, 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 perp. I, I'm getting tongue-tied over here. Tongue-tied. I'm getting tongue-tied. I'm getting tongue-tied over here trying to say what I want to say. <laughs> but um, I want to just kind of break down a little bit of knowledge for that purple family. If you are wanting kind of that relaxation, if you're having trouble sleeping, you know, something to just kind of mellow you out, anything purple is going to be great for that. And it's going to be high in uh, myrcene, carophyllene, and linalool is usually the highest terpenes for anything that is purple. Um, again, grape A, purple oracle, granddaddy perp, that infamous GDP. Um, something interesting that I've learned about just like the purples in general is that granddaddy purple actually wasn't bred until 2000, which is very interesting just because it's been such a popular strain in like the music industry and, you know, everybody talks about that GDP, but it wasn't around before 2000. So... That's kind of, it's just interesting to know that, you know, some of these really popular strains that just were, came out of nowhere are now one of the, you know, top purchased strains for sleeping or for, you know, that kind of sedative feeling. Um, and again, it all kind of stems from that purple. There's many other strains that are going to also give you that sedative feeling, but specifically purple for, you know, relaxation, muscle for your muscles, especially, um, you know, insomnia, just any kind of rest that you're needing. Um, to kind of talk a little bit more about purple strains specifically, Grape Ape was bred in Amsterdam. I'm not sure on the year that it was bred, but I do know it was kind of, it came from Amsterdam. And the first Purple Urkel was bred in 1996 in California. And uh, that I thought that was interesting because the 
first, the first time America, I guess I should say, um, appeared was in the 1970s, which is around the years that the U.S. officially kind of saw seedless marijuana for the first time. So they went from like having seedy, <laughs> stemmy, you know, dirt weed to the 1970s having like still dirt weed, but not having those seeds in it anymore. That's where the, that's where, um, Sensimilla comes from. And that's kind of when that whole, you know, region of vocabulary became to light and things like that. So that is what that means there with, as far as, um, seedless and just a fun fact, um, that I thought was interesting considering that the perps came around in late seventies. Um, same time whenever it became seedless. So I bet they just kind of probably came around a lot of interesting things around the 70s or just in that era because they were just constantly learning and growing and, well, for all the underground people at least. Um, perps are typically known to have about 24% THC content. Um, therefore, you know, for, you know, all my THC shoppers out there, if you're looking for a perp and, you know, uh, it is about a 24% anywhere around there. So if you see something that's maybe much higher than 24% or maybe even much lower, it could be a million factors as to why that is. But the first thing I would look at is maybe it's not a true perp um, strain. And again, look, knowing that is by looking at the testing. Again, these are going to be high in mercine, carophylline, and linalool. So those are the terpenes that you're going to want to look for when trying to find that. Sometimes um, cannabis can produce a pigment called anthocyanin, and I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it can create a pigment called anthocyanin, and it's responsible for that purple color too, protecting itself from that damaging UV rays um, by the sun if it's outdoor, um, cold weather, and factors like that can kind of play in to why that bud is changing. But true perps are going to have <clears throat> those three as high, those three highest terpenes in it. Um, kind of known as to be if you kind of hit that sweet spot of the dose, it is a distraction from pain. And so when I say dose, sweet spot, things like that, it's really just finding your dose for that particular strain. Meaning, you know, you can smoke however much of it you want to or however little of it you want to, whatever your body is used to. But to kind of hit those medicinal purposes that it holds, you want to find that good dose for yourself. So, you know, whether that just be a little hit off of a joint, maybe, you know, you eat a five milligram gummy that is high in these properties or you, you know, hit it out of a bowl or take a little dab hit, however you do it. Um, that spurt, that perfect dose is going to really knock out that pain. And I thought that was just really amazing. I just always love learning new things, obviously, but, um, anything that just helps with pain or anything that's negative that we have to go through is just always forever going to be, you know, big eyes, like exciting for me, like a kid in a candy store. Typically, um, perps don't yield too much from what I've, um, researched. Um, grape ape is actually one that will typically yield more, um, as well as granddaddy perp, but most of the other purple family, that purple Afghani, things like that, they're not going to yield a too, too much. Um, I will say I, my family has grown a grape ape and it yielded a good amount and it was very, very beautifully delicious. I also know like there, are, if you have a concentrate that's mixed with grape ape or anything that's grape like that, again, that's going to help you with pain, um, you know, kind of stress relief. So it's one of the, just the best things about is if you're pinpointing and trying to target the reasons why you're wanting to smoke, 
that is going to be what you're going to want to find that those purples for. Um, typically, you're going to get like a spicy hashy with like a hint of wine if we're going to like our palettes. Um, but mostly what you'll hear like what people on the street say is like spice and fruit. So like they hit it with that initial like spice taste with that aftermath of fruity taste. Um, and that's just been again like a popular street term that I've researched and or even just on my own research have heard people say spicy, fruity, kind of all those going in together. <coughs> Shower me with your smoke. Is it peaceful or is it cutthroat? What do you think? What would you expect? I feel like we've said it a million times that if weed was legal, the world would be so peaceful. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not true. <laughs> There is definitely a lot of heat out here. It's a lot of craziness. It is, it's probably just like any other industry, honestly. Um, you got your good guys, your bad guys. You got people who suck, people who are cool as fuck. And then, you know, people just, they're all, there's all kind of personalities. And that's just kind of everywhere you, grow, you go. It's shitty to see that those personalities exist in the cannabis community because it's like you would think that everybody would just be chill but no even marijuana can't even help some of these souls out here y'all and that's all i got to say about that i'm just here to smoke my weed smoking a pancake bong in the blitz that's all i want it's peace love and happiness